0: The big gold belt wrestling podcast. We're back with another special edition of the big gold belt podcast.
1: The storylines have not made sense
2: from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay per view feels big, it feels important,
3: but ultimately it's exciting. The
0: biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it I was like, okay, this has to be a joke.
2: <laughs>
3: The Big o Belt Wrestling Podcast is on the air for this Thursday, December 7th, 2017. This is Jamal. Two Chains are here also. What's going on, man? What up, man? How you doing? And if you're keeping score at home, it's episode 181 on your Big o Belt score sheet. And it's gonna be a, you know, a pretty chill show. It's been kinda of busy. It's been a very big December with a lot of guests, a lot of shows. Obviously, I'm decked out in Toronto Blue Jays gear because I was just up there in Canada for the Canusa Classic, which was fantastic. Talk about and a we'll little. We'll cover that. Yeah, we'll cover that a little bit later on. Okay. But um, but but today uh, we're going to be joined by Josh from Crad Wrestling, and uh, they have a big show that's going to be happening this weekend. Uh, tomorrow night, right? Tomorrow, yeah. Facebook Live. Right. So that's tomorrow on Facebook Live, and, and we'll get you all the information that you need to know about that. Uh, and then, of course, Nova Pro will be having their big show, first ever show in December, uh, coming up on the 28th. And we'll give you a you know, tease that a bit because some matches are starting to come, um, you know, to the light. Uh, you know, Mike's Twitter has been you know kind of busy. And, uh, you know, got some things to talk about there. And, of course, the news of the week in the wrestling. And I, and I think we should start off with the, arguably the biggest story of this week. Um, Matt Hardy is finally, well, woken.
0: Wait two two things to add to that number one and be- before we go to the news don't forget too we do got some um we also got some things that sleeve coming up towards the uh for this month too two more guest interviews uh to knock out, so be on the lookout for them. I'm very excited for both of them respectfully and um you know we'll pro- we'll be promoting expect to see something um tomorrow on our social media, but the interviews ain't stopping it's only picking up, so stay tuned for that. Um. that's gonna be really fun
3: yep yeah it's it's gonna be a good time it's always uh it's always a good time to talk to talent you know these are the yeah. people these are the people that you need to know right now yeah so, not, so not even just their friends
0: they're friends that's that's the best part so the show's gonna right. be crazy <laughs>
3: yeah yeah um yeah but, yeah, but Matt, Matt Hardy is uh Woken and and for me um because I didn't watch Raw on Monday the question really comes to for me is, is it too little too late? I did see the promo that he did uh, Mm -hmm. with Bray Wyatt and that video package, and that that was fine. But are we, you know, is it more of a wait and see right now? Or is this like legit hype? You know, uh, or are we just cautiously optimistic that WWE will absolutely screw this up?
0: So I like to say, number one, as far as it being the biggest news this week, um, it's definitely up there, it's definitely one of the most positive of news this year because Twitter was out of hand the last two days. The wrestling Twitter was out of hand on negative news, so right. um, I, li- I like that you bring light to this, saying that um, this was uh, the biggest news in the absolutely a uh, positive standpoint. So kudos to you for that one. But um, I-, I have to say, I'm as a bitter fan, I was excited that they pulled the trigger. I mean, they teased it, and you know, it was. M- arguably one of the hottest things last year in wrestling so now it's in wwe not an intrigue it's like you know how did they handle this uh all of the tna hooting the blowfish people seem to kind of be okay with it they're you know maybe they don't have they don't have the money to fight so you know they they seem to come with some type of truce of saying like oh you know we're gonna watch the gimmick we're excited to see where it goes so it's good to see that you know the the, the law and the system's out of it so um hopefully they have fun with it but yeah, has the torch blown over? I don't think so, because I still got the same jitters uh, seeing it, considering that I don't think Bray Wyatt is very interesting at all. I mean, that Sister Abigail thing was in and out as fast as it could be, and I'm nice. somehow still kind of intrigued with this. So um, Bray Wyatt's doing what he usually do, getting ready to put somebody over and disappear for a while.
3: Now here's the thing, though as much as as, is it exciting to see Matt Hardy and the broken thing, and this is obviously a good move because Jeff is on the shelf right now, and and we'll see what happens when he comes back. But because it's Bray Wyatt, you know, who needs this more? Is it Matt to stay relevant and the Hardy boys to stay relevant? I mean, their nostalgia act at WrestleMania was great, and people loved it, but we knew what we wanted to see. And then slowly, you know, you know we started seeing delete and now he's you know, officially woken um because it's bray wyatt a person that has been just you know mired by you know bad bookings and, and and really just you know crummy positioning does he need this more than matt hardy and i think he does
0: um you know I absolutely feel that injuries definitely uh, put a stagment on people's career because Finn Balor had all the momentum in the world until he got injured. And even Seth Rollins felt a little um, like, what is he kind of doing once he came back? So um, this is absolutely the the method to keep them very relevant. I mean, we don't know the extent of their contract. So, um, you know, they are nostalgic. They they are considered legends. They've been in the game a long time. Um Injuries is the real thing. Matt Hardy does a lot of crazy stuff, so him to sustain an injury definitely affects the way that he uh, performs in the ring. Matt Hardy looks um to be, you know, getting up in his age in some of his uh, in some of his matches. So, you know, if you want to use this golden ticket that they basically brought them back for, you know, it, it works for all aspects. It takes him out of the ring as much. Um, it keeps your partner relevant. It, it it brings in money, you know, new merch um it's 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 the right time to do it it would not have made it if they would have waited it wouldn't have made it to wrestlemania right which is in game for people you know
3: Remember back uh you know it seems like so long ago but the house of horrors match was wwe's you know poorly conceived uh answer um the final deletion or total nonstop deletion, or whatever, whichever one it was. Yeah. Um, now that we have Matt Hardy in WWE, and now that he's going this uh, woken path and um, against Bray Wyatt, who's you know WWE's abyss, basically, um, which is how their thing got started in TNA. But the the, the question now becomes: Will they give him the actual full no BS control? will we see uh, a final deletion type match at his home? Yeah, we'll send your Benjamin, polish the shovel.
0: Reba Hardy has been uh, quoted as saying that Matt Hardy and WWE has something really, really special uh, coming for you. Um, Matt Hardy has been resurrecting all of his old tweets from before uh, total nonstop deletion happened. So. I think you're on a good point. It's to the point that I almost forgot even that <laughs> even happened. The House of Horrors thing. Actually, everybody right. forgot it happened. But yeah. You um, should. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, but the real question is too, you know, Reba's talking. King Maxwell has been spotted at shows. Um, he's made videos with um with the drone, forget the drone name, and then um um
3: uh, one.
0: Vagar one, or are they on two? Um uh wait, wait, wait. they maybe on two. Yeah. And uh, with Senior Benjamin, you know all these names are coming back, and they're using the names for what they are. So um, yeah, I think something special is coming, and I, I think WWE is batshit crazy in order to try another incarnation of House of Horrors created by the Hardys. And not to mention the Hardys right. still do have their spot in North Carolina, which they, I'm sure they'd be glad to say, all right, we'll just do it in your place, you know. So right.
3: now, considering that, uh, and it's the last thing, and, and we'll move on. But this is considering that the uh the Hardy boys and, and Jeff is injured and and you know that it is Bray Wyatt, should the Wyatt family return as as a trio, should they trade whatever the hell um Luke Harper and um Eric Rowan are on SmackDown, like some uh Water Warcraft players, uh should they trade them to Raw, get the original Wyatt family back and take on the hardest for real? Um, or is it too little, too late for them since they've gone off and started cosplaying Lord of the Rings?
0: Yeah, yeah, too late for them, but I do think this is an opportunity to give some of these Tad teams who have nothing going on something cool to do. Um, right. At the same time, you know, who, who was in Total Nonstop Deletion? I mean, obviously, yeah, we know the, a lot of the people that was in there. Sandwich the Squad? Yeah, right, Sandwich Squad. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. like, it did them wonders, you know. It people were like, you know, on the indie seems like, hey, you know, I'll send you on there, blah, blah, blah. It, it will, it's a cool thing to be part of it because it was probably one of the coolest but craziest things I've ever seen. Um, considering that they might have a bigger budget too, it can even get crazier. I mean, could you even yeah. imagine if like WWE uh, films and studios decided they want to get a take into this too?
3: Well, well, yes, and that's part of the problem that I have. Part of the 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 the, uh, the, the greatness of um, the Hardys' you know, deletion series was how poorly produced it was. It was like, what if you and your friends took your iPhone into your backyard and just did the craziest shit you can imagine safely, and just said, you know what? It, it was it was a backyard wrestling tape from like ninety nine. Um, you know what? Um, it,
0: it was TNA, and I'm perfectly fine with it because it was probably the best production I've ever
3: seen from them. So well, you know. I mean that not, TNA. You know, their incredible production value is not It was so bad that it was good. Like yeah. you know, you just have having Ricky Morton stuck on a on a, on a uh, cherry picker. <laughs> um, you're throwing Shane Helms into the Lake of Reincarnation, and he came back as the hurricane. Um, <laughs> he came back as three, uh, as three count and then got knocked out in, 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 into the hurricane. That's right. That, um, was, pretty,
0: that was pretty awesome.
3: You know, Jeff Hardy as Willow uh, You know, as, as, and that whole deal, it's so bad that it's good. It's like watching Showgirls or watching The, the Room or watching one of those movies that, you know what? like Independence Day is a terrible movie. But it's so much fun that you don't care, and I think that that's what The Hardy's brought with that whole thing, and that's why I took off. So I think that WWE they have a penchant for trying too hard, and I would hope that if they uh, decide to do, you know, what they do, that they could give let the let Matt Hardy just give him the just give him the reins and let him direct it.
0: Yeah, that's that's the big question: is how much creative do they get from WWE? And I'm hoping a lot right. because um,
3: I don't want Kevin Dunn touching this. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't. I don't but, want Kevin Dunn touching this. I don't want the Final Deletion sponsored by like Jack in the Box. Yeah, or or Monster Energy Drink or Rocket yeah.
0: League. But Rocket League. <laughs> but look, look. The, the good thing that you can think about this is Re- Reba is talking and is happy. Happy Reba means that she must have her hands in it. And she knows that her husband and her family is involved in it. If it wasn't that yeah. matter, then an angry Ruby, uh will be out there making interviews, talk about how she doesn't like it. So uh, I think it's good. I'm I'm excited. It's it was crazy. Um, I like how they did it. Um, it just feels good to see a happy ending to this because Lord knows mm-hmm. before it was just like uh, it 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 may not have just worked. So right. So
3: you know, so it's good. But I am cautiously optimistic. And I really and But honestly, it's arguably the most exciting thing they have because, you know, people are interested to see what's going to happen next. And that's what you want. Just let them go. Let them go work. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud.
2: Connect with us on all of our platforms. BGB Group.tumblr.com. At BGB Group on Twitter. And Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt.
3: Now, I did say that we had a guest today. And um, you want to bring him in now?
0: No, 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 no. Let's hold on. Yeah.
3: That's, you know, if, if, uh, if Josh is ready, I think we uh, should have at it.
0: Okay, let's do this. What's up, buddy? Uh oh, hold on, hold on. Hello, Josh. Josh, my bad about that. You are there.
3: (laughs) Why are you going, dude?
0: josh fuller here of fuller house <laughs> so let's 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 get right into it um we we already we already talked about in the beginning of the show um that you will be joining us because crab wrestling does have their event coming on tomorrow facebook live uh we knew there were some um unfortunate circumstances but it didn't hold you guys back you will still be going live tomorrow and let's, let's let's talk about it. So that's what you're here for. The floor is yours. Hey, guys, we got to make sure we get this right, man. We got to make sure we get this we have, right.
3: When you have, uh, you know, Josh Fuller on, you got to make sure that he is absolutely at his, at his best. So.
2: <laughs> so that's great. I mean, uh, the floor is mine. The floor is mine. Ah! Stop talking. Yes, it is. The floor is mine. I'm going to put on sunglasses for this. <laughs>
3: oh, that's, that's not douchey at all. What? Excuse me?
2: Your excuse. Go ahead. Your hat matching your jacket is douchey right now. You're the one trying <laughs> to have your own little get up right now talking about douchey. Let me enjoy my sunglasses. My lighting is very bright, okay? My lighting is very bright, which is why I have sunglasses. Can... Now, let me do my... Would you time. not want to conserve you energy? do your job, and you listen to me, okay? Okay.
3: Okay. I'll listen next to this mute button. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Anyways... Our first match for crab wrestling is against one man that I believe you two know, Isaiah Frazier, the gifted uh, over at Nova Pro. He's kind of, you know, uh, coming up and kind of making a name for himself. However, what a good win
0: over uh, dirty money.
2: He did. He did. Uh, Coach Gator came out. I don't know anything about that. I don't think he knows anything about that. Um, Regardless, over on crab wrestling, however, uh, Isaiah Frazier is definitely established. I would say he's maybe the most established professional wrestler in crab wrestling. Um, he's definitely like a franchise player for us. He's kind of like our golden boy, if that makes sense. We've brought in guys like Jonathan Gresham, um, just a whole bunch of names have came in specifically just to wrestle Isaiah Frazier, Cheeseburger, uh, but. He makes his uh, return to Crab Wrestling tomorrow on Facebook Live against somebody making their Crab Wrestling debut in Chikara's own Hermit Crab. Ooh. And I just want to say, once again, to toot my own horn, not me, but how amazing is it that Crab Wrestling has a crab? (laughs) It writes its (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Not crab. It does. Um, I've I've been doing a little bit of research on that fellow uh, he, he's he's a wacky one he is I, I I don't know what his deal is he uh he I I, I don't know how to explain him he he's just a crab <laughs> he, he's too salty um so that, should what be, that should be something tomorrow I don't know what to expect which is why I want to see it I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. But that'll be opening up our show. Actually, that's not true. Because opening up our show will be me with a live microphone and Mac Buckler by my side. And that is Mac Buckler is your champion, yeah. The
0: chosen champion. The, the chosen, purchased champion. champion, shall
2: I say. The chosen champion. By the heavens, not just me. As I said a oh. lot I was on your show.
3: But so he, he was anointed.
2: He was definitely anointed. The gods said Mac Buckler should be your champion. And I made sure that Mac Buckler became the crab champion. And he will be the crab champion forever. Forever and ever and ever.
0: He's also your, because you kind of proposed to him too. So that will make him your hey, hey, what?
2: Hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. It's legal in
2: Maryland. Hey, we were in Virginia, first of all. And. It was a business proposal, okay? He is not my, my lifetime partner. He is just my partner through wrestling groups. You, you know, you know, you know what I mean, okay? The, the, but does he know that? Yes, he, knows he knows it, that. and he I, I, it. I got down <laughs> one knee, and I said, "Mac Buckler, will you be my champion forever? And he said yes, and now he will be my champion forever. Don't make it weird.
3: <laughs> oh i don't think
2: i have to do that i think you're making it's it already weird. gotten weird. i think you're making it
0: weird fair, fair enough fair enough
2: now can i can i get back to the card go for you're it you're gonna keep on talking blue hat
3: <laughs> you can see colors through his poly short glasses That's sweet.
2: i don't <laughs> like this guy's mouth i thought the <laughs> other guy was bad why are you talking
3: about my mouth after you're talking about your champion what are, what's wrong with you dude it's okay calm down Okay, I mean, you're a little salty right now. You're a crab. I get it. frustration, frustration Nation. But, but, but calm down. Let, 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 let's, get, let's get it back to a good place.
2: This is your guy. Go ahead. That's your guy. That's this my guy. guy. And you can, This is your guy. If you could stop
3: breathing through your mouth,
2: that would help this also. your co-host? <laughs>
0: that's my guy.
2: That's your co-host. That's your equal. That's.
0: M- that's my co-host. <sighs>
2: anyway, <laughs> I wish I could help you. I cannot. Let's go back to the card. The next match on the card is a triple threat match between the lethal one, John Washington. And I like John Washington, okay? John Washington is a guy who never stops running his mouth. I'm not like that personally. So I think that's why I enjoy him so much. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of, you know, different for me because I'd never run my mouth personally. Yeah, you have
3: a thing with mouths, I see
2: Can you tell him to shut up so I can do my thing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> do the thing. I'm not stopping I'm you. It's just an observation. Do the
2: thing. I'm trying to do the thing, Jamal. It, your name's Jamal, right? Or is that the other one?
0: Yeah, he's Jamal, and he's he's also a That's crab, too. the other
3: one, because we all look alike. How dare
2: you, sir? It says it. Jamal. Move I just want to say it says Jamal. Let me get back into my match. The lethal one, John Washington, is a guy who's came to his own lately, and you know, I, the one thing is is his mouth kind of distracts him a little bit. So we'll see how he does tomorrow. We also have in that match Ernesto, the night owl. I know that we have a lot of animals and crab. Uh, this man this man is an owl. He hoots. The crowd loves him. I don't know why. I think they just like hooting. I don't understand it. People are dumb. Um, But he does a lot of flips that are kind of impressive that I can't do. But, um, yeah, he kind of came up with me in Crab Wrestling. But, uh, regardless, he's in the match. And we also have, last but not least, a newcomer to Crab Wrestling. Somebody who's only been with us for a few months now. Uh, El Cachi. He actually made his in-ring debut a few months ago um, to professional wrestling in general. Uh, I, I've i taken a liking to El Cachi, personally. Um he, he's just he's making a name for himself. And he has that, uh, that je ne sais quoi, shall I say. He has just that hunger that I enjoy. So it's a match of three people trying to make a name for themselves. Guys that don't typically get the opportunities that they probably want. So we'll see how that goes tomorrow. I think that's a match that they're going to go all out for. You should tune into. Now your main event for the evening. We have Mikey Banker. And for those of you who do not know who Mikey Banker is, Mikey Banker is a uh, what's the word? We'll say charismatic to be nice. But um he's just he's a he's a different breed of person of human. He just kind of uh he has his own little personality that I think is very irritating, but people love him. And uh he's been doing big things recently in crab wrestling. And he's he's definitely a younger guy. He's um about my age and I am
3: well wow. shocker
2: pretty young. Um and he's just I I, I don't appreciate How far he's come. I don't like the fact. That he's as good as he is right now. So. I will be testing Mikey Banker. By putting him in a match. Just for his own good. To show him where he's at. Against not only. The Southern Maryland Crab Champion. And the championships on the line. But. More importantly. A member of Fuller's House. In Ivan Ali. So that should be that should be something. Ain't that something? Or whatever Mikey Bangers catchphrase is. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
3: And but that's tomorrow,
2: tomorrow, tomorrow at uh what time? Nine PM. You're not invited to watch.
3: Oh that's don't tomorrow. worry. That's that's not a problem.
0: And make sure the links will be posted on their Facebook. Um that's at Crab Wrestling. You search it, it pops right up. Um Links will be all over Twitter at Crab Wrestling, or you can follow Josh also on Twitter at uh Josh Fuller. And also, Twitter will be that's
2: not that's not what my Twitter is.
0: It's not your first name. Oh, your name. <laughs> Which is your Twitter? Twitter?
2: That's not my Twitter. If you want to plug me, plug me correctly. I am what, what's o- your Twitter? Josh Fuller. It's P-W. in the link. Josh Fuller PW on yes, Twitter.
0: that's right. That's what it is.
2: Crab Wrestling. Follow Crab Wrestling. Follow Josh PW. Josh... You got me messed up now. Just <laughs> you don't know your W on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. RW Buckler on Twitter. If you like old yeah. people, follow Money Vices on Twitter. If you like bald people, follow Sin Vices on Twitter. If you like old and bald people, follow Capital Vices underscore on Twitter.
0: <laughs> so we do have that show coming up tomorrow. What can we look for forward to from Krat Wrestling in
2: 2018? Ooh. You see, I could tell you that. I don't think that I should right now. So I think you kind of just have to follow us and find out for yourself. We definitely have some big things up and coming in 2018. I will say we will be returning to Powerbomb TV. If you have not checked out our, our current event that is on Powerbomb TV from some date back in September, I don't remember the day. It's on Powerbomb TV on Crab Wrestling. Go check out that. Watch that whole show. And yeah, and most importantly, Make sure you're following us on Facebook at Crab Wrestling so you can see our show tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Sounds good. All right, well,
0: yeah, you heard the guy, um, Crab Wrestling. Uh, expect to hear a lot more from him coming from our show. Uh, we will definitely help uh, promote. Make sure you guys are in the know. Know about all the good wrestling that's going to be in this area. Josh Fuller of Fuller House, ladies and gentlemen. Again, and tell
2: that dude with the blue hat, stop Looking so dumb.
0: <laughs> Josh Fuller, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you know, th- is this like the crab in the barrel syndrome
3: that's going on here between you two? I don't know. I think he's on his period. <laughs> okay. And that's, okay. that's uh, you know what? I think it's a heavy flow month. And I think that, um, you know what, dude? We're here for you. Uh, we are, you know, if you want me, I mean, we're in D.C. It's not that far away. I will send down, uh, what, what, do you, what do you prefer, Summer's, Summer's Eve? You know, and Gill, what do you need?
0: Yep, yeah, moving on. To the kickstart. So, <laughs> so what else are we talking about tonight, sir?
3: Um, actually, like, I just want to reiterate, though, all joking aside, uh, Crab Wrestling tomorrow night on Facebook Live, uh, 9 p.m., uh, I mean, you're going to get some interesting products. There's a lot of guys that are, you know, you know new to the business, just starting out. Um, Josh Fuller, uh, you know, he's, you know, the proprietor of Crab Wrestling. Uh, he has a lot of things going on right now, including puberty, that he's working out. So it's going to be a learning experience for everybody. Um, and I hope that you guys tune in on uh, Facebook Live. And if you don't have Facebook, then you're probably over the age of 15. But, uh it might be worth downloading again uh just to see some good old-fashioned and free um live professional wrestling from southern maryland and well if there's anything that josh has uh told us today um uh, he's definitely got crabs. so great uh great and we'll hope to hear more from crab wrestling in the future along here yeah
0: and just and just to let people know too like um crab wrestling um a lot of those guys you've you've seen some of these guys working over pro so if you know pro fans you know they're all coming from great tulich um the training center that they all train from um good head a a good lead there um so you know we're not just just for the sake of just throwing out names just because um these are a lot of good times that will be coming up for sure so you know it's free you can't lose there so, um, yeah, it'll be on Facebook. I'd be yeah. curious to see if there's any type of integration to see if we can, uh, probably help them get on other platforms as well. But, um, it's there and it'll be free. So, uh, stay tuned for that. If, and, it, and it will if be if I'm fun. willing
3: to be insulted by a transgendered hobbit, then I would say it's up to you, uh, to go ahead and make that worthwhile and tune in tomorrow night on Facebook Live. It, you can do it anywhere you like on your phone, on your computer. It's Facebook, and everybody has it so crab actually,
0: Wrestling. actually I had to to start about that you don't even need a facebook account to look at it because if it's 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 if it's um open then um right
3: you, you, you but you need the app and if you don't have it, then go get it and you don't need an account to watch on your on your p c but Crab wrestling not Maryland on the uh on the facebook live at nine p m yeah. oh, what's up my man so what's nice up, of you now? to join us
1: I know right nah, I, I mean it's, it's, it's never
3: no, no, it's okay. It, it's okay. Uh, the, today has been a very uh, interesting show. Um, you know, we just had Josh Fuller on for from Crab wrestling, and because we like the wrestling and not necessarily Josh, we uh, had to endure that. But um, <laughs> it was a, uh, you know, it's been it's been a good time. It's been an interesting week. Uh, Matt Hardy's woken. Uh, yep. We talked about that for a little bit, and, and I want to bring up the next story that you just came into uh, earlier today, uh, locally, <laughs> you know, the evening local time. The WWE is in Dubai, Mm -hmm. and for the first time ever, a women's match, a women's championship match is going to take place for WWE in Dubai. Mm. Now, why is this a big deal? Or has taken Uh, place. uh, Right, it has taken place because it already happened. It happened today, but because of the time change, it was this morning, Eastern Time. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship Mm -hmm. event. Uh, Dubai, UAE. That's a huge deal because of uh, local customs as it relates to women. Um, actually, I think that Sasha Banks—I don't know if you've seen it—but Banks's uh, like body suit is pretty badass, and I think that she should bring it bring it home with her. It. Um, it's kind of like a like a wonder like an Iron Man uh, suit, chest plate, riveted chest plate thing. Okay. Um, and it's definitely yeah, definitely worth checking out. But I think it's a huge deal that WWE is able to go to a place and challenge local customs and actually make some history in a very, very, very uh, meaningful way. And good for Banks and good for Bliss. Now, the real question is, how much longer will Alexa Bliss continue this run at the top? Um, And personally, she's not the best entering performer, I think that her mic work is fifty fifty, and even though banks you know it has the everything that she needs to be champion again um between her and Bailey, who's kind of falling flat right now, um Nia Jax arguably deserves it, but what, I, would, would you want to see her in a twenty minute match? you know how much longer should bliss hell that title wait
0: did uh, you like did you like completely take away from the fact that this is a big event like Alessa bliss is not even the fact that like you know whatever her statue is in in the WWE, it's the fact that they did this because I thought this is what she was going towards. They were not um back in um uh, united emirates this was not allowed they they completely um was against this let's 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 go back to last year where Darren Young was forced to leave the tour because of him being um openly gay so this is this is big on a lot of elements, and that it well, did happen. They conformed to it with body suits, and no matter who was in the match, nonetheless, the WWE they made you know they made this happen, which is which is a big thing. Period. So, right,
3: but that but that's not a question though, and my question is because we because uh, I did say uh, that this is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an unbelievably monumental historic occasion that probably got swept under the rug in the U.S. So, yes, if, and, and I hope they televised the match live because I would love to see how the crowd reacted mm. to two women going at it, you know, it, though it's weird for us to see them in bodysuits and whatever. It's a it's historic deal. Mm-hmm. But since there is no question there, the question is, should it be bliss in that situation? And since she is the champ, you know, sh- how long would she continue her run? Well, because of the fact that she really isn't like one of those, she's not at that Trish Stratus level. She's not at that, right. You know. you know, Jackie... Or hell, even Ivory, or you know, a Tori Wilson kind of a level where she should be a multi time champion, right. Banks is barely was, and they really don't have anything else to put anybody. So, the question is that Bliss got them for whatever reason got to make history with Sasha Banks in Dubai. Well, but think of it this way. How long would she continue that position? Think of it this uh, way let's go back to
1: 2009, 2010. The Miz and I hate to compare them, but this is like the direct comparison I can make from that that, that character, Ms. 2009-2010. He made history for himself when he made event at WrestleMania against John Cena, even though The Rock hosted it. And I think by that time, it wasn't saying The Miz was the best performer in WWE, but that's who they had to go with at the hot hand right now. Not even the hot hand, that's who they had. And I think that's a similar situation where Alexa Bliss is right now, because you're building a new brand of women's wrestling right now in WWE by bringing in, you know, six new characters, three on SmackDown, three on Raw, which I think are very the same, just the replicas of one on one side, one on the other. Right. Um, but she's the person that you're going to rock with right now. And it's like, just by chance, she just had the perfect time where she's a person. So I, I just think it was luckily by her that she was the champion during this time. However, to answer your question, to see how long she'll do it, she might end up just going into Mania, just depending on how they'll develop these other characters or these other wrestlers. It's, it's just a wait and see. If I was to say a personal thing, I would have her drop it at the Rumble. All right, Me uh, personally.
0: You know, it's, Go ahead, James. For, for this, it's a house show. I mean, half the tour, half the, the roster is in San Diego for, um you know, for SmackDown and for uh Tribute to the Troops. The other half is in this um, tour in the Middle East. So it just kind of falls into the pieces of the puzzle to say who's where and who's available. Alessa Bliss being right. the one to to make this um, memoric um, um, event is because she is the champion. And I don't think it's like, well, we need to put our best two performers here. I don't, I don't think that was the thought process. I just think whoever it is available. I under no circumstance feel that this match by any means is going to be an instant classic. Jamal brings up the only point of intrigue is how did the crowd react to it? Cause Alexa Bliss has not put on a good match since she's been the champ. And even her working with Sasha Banks has even felt like like weirdly enough, like terrible matches, like all time lows for Sasha. Who but, but um, there last the question though? And and, and I'm not saying
3: they trying to to understand like, disassociate Alexa Bliss from this moment. Uh, the question is should it have been her because we know yeah. that nothing very few things are left to chance in wwe we saw what ginger mahal did yeah. and if you would have said oh my god this is a huge surprise and then yeah. all of a sudden they buy half of india on the wrestling scene yeah I mean, no, so it, we know it, that they're yeah. making they're making money moves
0: it, it, it should have been it should it have been a bliss she's your champion um I, I have to think about who the second person could have been but I'm sure they could have um, used somebody from their NXT roster or even from the main young classic who may have had um, some descent from the Middle East instead of Sasha, who is Chabu, right. who should be the question of should it have been her? Because, yes, again, the, mo- the, the focal point right now in the women's division is the, the calling-ups from NXT. That's what they're focusing on. Uh, Paige seems to be the mainstream about her, you know, uh, diabolic plan of uh, uh, forming this team. So, it's not about Lester Bliss being the champion, but she is the champion, so she does des- deserve to be there. But it, it would, it would, it would damn be cool if they actually went back to say, like, all right, now who's from, you know, the Middle Eastern descent that should be in the spot? Even if we used them just for this show, they could have pulled the trigger and did something like that. That would have been cool. So, these body yeah, suits are nice. No, the, yeah, the, uh, I forget the person's name, but the person who designs their stuff, <laughs> killing it. Very, very yeah. nice. Very, very nice.
3: Yeah, I mean, I really like honestly. The, I would, I would, I would rock that. the um the, the body suit as a t-shirt. Yeah, the uh especially Sasha's one. that, yeah, that was very really cool. Sasha's one's tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, you know
0: the the other big picture here is WWE is deciding to say <clears throat> we're knocking down all the barriers. We're we're doing all of the unthinkable things. We're whatever is left that we have not done in the record books. We're trying to knock it all out. So you know, we had the intergender match, which is you know there's been things in the past for sure but to this new era hasn't been done and to this you know especially in this time now is you know is that more than ever the most sensitive thing you can do and they've done it and it worked and it went over well so um it's just cool to see them taking chances or you know uh patches to make things work so um overall this is a success for society and wwe here all right and so yeah
3: right so so congratulations to both of them it uh, doesn't really matter how they got there, but but the fact that they did it, uh, the fact that it went down is, like, a huge step for women, especially women in wrestling in that part of the world. So um, both of them. Um, switching gears now, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about Daniel Bryan. Now, obviously, he's been hinting at and he's been suggesting, dropping a little innuendo, that... To wrestle when his contract expires, if not for the WWE, and I know that we talked about this before—whether he should or whether he shouldn't—I um, don't know what the deal is on SmackDown because I just don't watch it. Uh, apparently, there's just going to be some kind of shenanigans with him and Shane McMahon. Uh, the question r- really is now with Daniel Bryan. You know, I know that he's been training with uh, his wife. Um and I know that he's been he he feels that he is ready to go. Does do we need Daniel Bryan in let's say WWE? Um, because I think the Indies are a little bit different. But I or because if Daniel Bryan gets back in the ring of WWE, I think it will be the same thing as Kurt Angle getting back in the ring of WWE, which on paper was very cool, yep. but it was awkward as all hell. Yeah, on, I agree on TV.
0: Talk about awkward, Daniel Bryan's Twitter page was super awkward once they figured out that he was going to be replacing uh, uh, Roman Reigns. So, um, I mean, he's younger. Um, the state of his health seems to be a lot more...
3: He's 36, though, right? Yeah, well, you know, he... Well, I don't think it's the age necessarily that it is the swelling and cuts on his brain that is more uh, disturbing. I, that's I, why I think, I, I think
1: I, Daniel needs WWE more than WWE needs Daniel. And, and I that, think he could prove his worth more being in WWE than he would be in the indie scene.
3: Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, you do have to definitely take into consideration the injury or the damage that you can't see. But, I mean, when you're talking about physical appearance, Kurt Angle looked like an old man in the ring. That's um, and, and, and that's weirdly enough because he looked pretty decent in that match. I think was it Rey Mysterio and the little legends? Was it Rey Mysterio or RVD? I forget who it was, but the little um
3: I want to say it was Rey Mysterio, but I'm definitely thinking of the Cody Rhodes uh, like uh yeah, series that he that. had. Yep. Before just before he joined and that was That's back true. in what June?
0: That's true, yeah. And it, and he looked fine. So I was just like, okay, I'm cool with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, you know, and um, you know, obviously he's under a whole nother wellness policy being in WWE, not saying that you know, that whatever, but you right. know, you do have to be a little bit more strict on what you take and use. I mean, obviously uh, that's caught a lot of other people up, thinking that they can yeah. use their homeboy from around their way, and WWE's not having that, so who knows what's what's happening there, but he looks very sluggish. Dan Bryan is younger. Um, I'm sure his re- his rehab had to be completely under WWE, so they are fully aware of everything he's been doing. He's, he's you know, he's in the system, so he probably has the drug test, and um, you know god knows how how close he is with john cena and you know if he was doing anything wrong there that mr cena probably will be uh yapping him out about that and you know being under the Bre- the bella statue too that hurts their brand so you know right. Darren brown's probably straight edge with this whole rehab thing as best as he can and not only just that it just it just uh, caters to his lifestyle of how he eats and this whole natural um well being and everything. So mm-hmm. I think he did everything physically possible to be ready. But Jamal, as he emphasized enough, it's the internal things that we worry about here. Yeah. Right? So exactly. If it's if it's primary clearism and WWE feels sort of say, okay, we can do this. I feel that everybody, considering the money and the lawsuits that could be involved here, everybody has green light this over and over enough to make sure that it happens. So if they're good, we just have to let it go because you know, we've right. seen we've seen right. worse just tragedies see. and injuries happen and people to come back. Like Tyson Kidd, God knows when I seen that uh that um, that, um x-ray, please Tyson. I like the well, guy, I like this from Cesaro, please never wrestle.
3: Uh well whether it's Tyson Kid uh and Samoa Joe, or whether it's Triple H, you know, uh you know, versus uh you know it's ripping it off the, the muscle of his bone. <laughs> No, um,
1: whoever he wrestles,
3: Antonio Cesaro versus like the ring post, Kevin Nash versus gravity, <laughs> uh, mankind you know, versus life, Brock Lesnar versus, Man versus, versus the ring apron. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I mean, no matter who it is, those are hideous injuries, and those are yeah. things that will take with them for the rest of their lives. However, yeah. you only have one brain, and that is something that you cannot dick around with. It is the most it is a, it's the most important thing next to the heart arguably yeah but you cannot screw around with the brain and i think that for wwe it is more of a liability issue
2: exactly than it is
3: a uh a scheduling storyline issue yep.
1: um
3: and i think that that's something that we'll have to wait and see his contract is up in october yeah um we'll see what he does but i wouldn't want to see him go out there just to wrestle just because he can tell himself he can do it yep as much as i would love to see barry sanders again sorry bro He's not injured though. He left on his own behalf. That's, right, that's because what, he knew because he knew. Because he yeah. knew what it was. And he knew that, you know, he didn't want to be Earl Campbell.
0: Yeah, now but I don't see Ricky that, Williams uh play ball again, too. Because but on
1: top of that, they don't want another Owen Hart right. situation to happen in the ring, too.
0: Oh, wait a minute now.
3: Now that was that was an absolutely not, malfunction. Yeah, <laughs> that that's was not comparable. Yeah, well, think my... about
1: this. This thing about this. If you have a brain injury that could be that serious and
3: you know that. it could be a high risk. That's but that's not this the same thing. type of injury.
0: I,
1: All I was to
3: the took a Swanton bottom off the roof and, and hit the ring post. That is yeah. not the same thing as uh, a, a, a series of concussions. Yeah, but the, no, the see, same but thing. let's say let's say, for example, think back,
1: let's go Monday night football, and I'm and i in my 49ers on this one. When Steve Young got knocked out by Aeneas Williams that basically ended his career, that was like a big oh my god moment that was on live TV. I think if you have Daniel Bryan have one of those live moments, like, oh my gosh, we knew he shouldn't have wrestled that will be the same type of effect, not not the same, but of similar if right, it was right. to happen in that situation.
0: But at the same That's time too, if you're comparing football, you do have these guys. Like one of my my favorite one of my favorite players get a concussion every three games. But when he gets out on the field, I'm cheering for the guy. I'm talking about Luke Keekly who has dangerously had concussions over and over. And if they're clearing him and they're and they're studying and science has progressed in a in a matter of, of what they're saying it is. We can only have faith that the science in the system is doing better, is doing as best as they can for the people. And right. concussion, and, and CTE, and brain injuries are at its highest most priority in sports right now.
3: Right, uh, but I, but that's why I do think though that because of the liability issue, that's the first hurdle. The second hurdle is working a program smart enough that doesn't, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. do that. And I think that's the easier part. Yeah, um, but it, it still comes down to. You know, if and that is the thing, if we do get Daniel Bryan in the ring, we should never see a flying headbutt again, ever. We no. should never see no. you know certain things that make him what he is. So whether it was Daniel Bryan or Crispin Wall or somebody else who, you know, you could definitely link you know brain injuries to. Um the point is is that if we see him, we won't see him as the person that we remember and like him for.
0: Yeah, but okay, so two two right. things. Number one, the liability here, I don't even think now, is totally clearing him. I think that WWE has been bullying the situation and contract structure to the fact that we do not have to clear you. Um, And, you know, there could be other things in Jeopardy. I mean, could you imagine the fact of, like, he's saying, okay, I'm one out of my contract, but this this totally goes against um him or him being able to appear on, like, total divas and and total bellas how that may affect their relationship with that because that takes money out of their pockets and or like hey Mm -hmm. you're on the contract for this time so you know so you're not going crazy not doing anything we will give you something we will give you we'll put you close to um to the entertainment we'll let you call commentary for one of the biggest tournaments ever we will keep you relevant. And now, more than ever now, they're giving him storyline, which ultimately lets me know that this was a bullying factor in the first place because it's all leading up to around WrestleMania season. And it's also in leading up to, well, after WrestleMania season, you could be released if you want. So we can give you a complete storyline, fulfill it, and then let you go. Right. And then it just be, we're on happy terms here. Right. So. I just feel like WWE might have been bullying this whole situation knowing that they had a lot of leverage because we've seen it with people before. And um, another, you know, a prime example of something like that is like Ricochet with Lucha Underground. So, you know, there, there, there could be a lot of scene bullying that's going on. And, you know, the Bellas is not going to say that because that jeopardizes them. But at the same time, she's like, oh, yeah, Brian, he's ready to go. He's fine. He can, he's going right. to wrestle again. She's saying all the right things. You never hear them say all the wrong things. That's why, you know, when when Nikki was hurt, she was just like, I can't wait to get back in there. I'm doing all I can. Her neck injury was pretty damn gruesome too. And we quickly forgot about that. You know, neck injuries is got to be right up there with brain injuries because one little Um, fracture in the neck and one of those veins or anything go
3: wrong. Anything that has to do with the spine is – that's like that's like level five shit right there. That's yeah. super important. Uh the brain, the heart, uh, yeah. you know, circulation, that stuff is, you know, it, it because it's you don't know.
0: It. Yeah. You
3: know, you don't know. You could just drop, you know, at a moment's notice. So
0: just like uh, uh good uh, luck you know, today, one. The football yeah. player now that's going through that too. They're not even releasing any information about, you know, the injury, the state of the injury. The only thing they release is that they did a um a, a spinal um um uh, stabilization. So you know that's how big of a deal it is. Not, of course, they knew what they what was going on the first right. night, but you know, and how social media is and press stuff like that usually right. comes out right fast. But the fact that they were holding it lets you know how serious it is, point blank. And right. to to Silly Sellers' point, if Ryan Shazier does get cleared and is able to walk and everything like that, you even hear analysts mm-hmm. saying, "We hope to see him back on the field." We hope to see that he's able to walk and recover and stuff like that. You're not really hearing most people saying, like, that was pretty gruesome, this is pretty severe, please retire.
3: Right. People are right. just like,
0: for the love of the sport, for the respect for the doctors, and you being able to make your own decision, we would like to see you continue your passion. I think that's what people need to do with Daniel Bryan here. Right.
3: Well, so, so let's move on to one more that um, you know, WWE legend. Rob Van Dam says that he will not be returning to WWE to wrestle again. Now, Van Dam has some other shenanigans going on with his uh, divorce with his wife. Um, that's a sad bit of business that I'm going to stay away from. And, and apparently, you know.
0: And not to not to get into it, but, but yes, a, a, because of his divorce, some of this stuff about he came out. So that's why all of this has just arose all of a sudden.
3: Right. Um, so because of the injury that he suffered in the ring about a year ago in November. And uh, that has left him incapable of working. Uh, That also disqualifies his uh, royalties checks are running out on WWE. So there goes another Mm. bit of income that he won't be able to get. And because of the concussions that he he had in that match and over the years, uh, he's automatically been disqualified from WWE. They won't touch him. It's interesting, though, if they won't touch Rob Van Dam, but Daniel Bryan is you know, hopeful, um, that could be some indication of how serious or not serious Brian's injuries are. But as far as RVD goes, uh, with the whole, uh, yeah, his merchandise uh, deal expired uh, four months ago. Um, so, oops. For uh, pro, pro, some pro wrestling teams, uh, get your yeah. head to him shirts. Um, <laughs> One dollar each. Well, I mean, it's still one more dollar, so <laughs> I, I would hope that um, he would do a like a, a one last run. But it's a shame to see that uh, such a talent, you know, it's it's going down the way that it's going down. But you know,
0: it happens,
3: and you know, you can only make the best of it. But you know, shout out to Rob Van Dam is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, time. yeah, uh, you got. You definitely got to give respect for the guy's career. He worked ECW. The style of wrestling he has. Um, he's always been in great shape. I don't think he's ever been any other type of, you know, bad publicity up until. I mean, this is not even bad as his life, sort of say with this. But, um, yeah, the concussion. I don't even recall me even seeing a sign of it happening during the match. Um, it just felt like his his stint was over. Um, yep, right. But uh, yeah, you know, his Royal Rumble return. I won't forget that. That was pretty awesome. I would oh, say man. ECW One Night
1: Stand uh, with him against John Cena, that was probably one of the best matches um, for that yeah. little short-term pay-per-view series. Uh, it, w- it was a classic, in my opinion.
0: But, yeah, this is, like, like you said, this tells you how unserious Dan Bryan could be because they're like, no.
3: <laughs> not, we're right. not even going down this path, sir. So right. No, because... Yes. With WWE, uh, WWE is like, listen, Rob, don't call us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring you back for the Hall of Fame ceremony. They'll be punching pie, don't call us. But then with Daniel Bryan, it's like,
2: well, I don't know, maybe,
3: possibly, but not. So, uh, either way, we wish them both the best and hope, and hope that they uh, get things going in a positive direction in the future.
1: Yeah. Quick question on that. Who do you guys think could be like, just a, just a quick reference as we get around WrestleMania season, who could probably be a headline or a sub for that Hall of Fame this year? That, that could be a surprise. Who retired last year? I mean, mm. we kind of
0: talked about this a little bit. Goldberg is um is um oh, yeah. Yeah. is questionable. So I forgot I, about I him. I don't too. know, dude. It's a little bit. It's a little bit out because they're gonna. There's there's no type of consistency, and there's people that you know that could have been considered last year that you know that wasn't. So you know, I'll spec Vader this year. Um, not sure if he's the headliner. So it has to be somebody completely relevant who could do some WWE. 2k um shenanigans so what about the undertaker Yeah, maybe not yet because they're saying he may work something but yeah it is, it's possible but again what's possible which, what are the criteria for being in the hall of fame because you cannot. Yeah, right. work. batista could could be uh, a person you know but he we don't be know a person. he's also so yeah, talking about he wants to return so
3: yeah the rumors are batista may be coming back for a rumble but um
0: yeah so i, I don't yeah, care. <laughs> you
3: know i mean the, that's the thing with the wwe hall of fame If, um, until they have an actual building with an actual address that I can pay my $15 (laughs) to get into, uh, it's all just dudes talking at the barbershop. Right. You know, there's no, like, there's no criterion. Um, and, and you can say, like, for the, for the Hall of Fame in, um, in any sport, really, because, like, what, what makes a Hall of Famer? You know, is it championships? Is it what you brought to the game? Is it, you know, merch that you sold, like, but Drew Carey and Pete Rose, you know, they're not, they weren't like stables on Raw. They weren't like institutions on Raw. <laughs> so, but they yeah. were both in there. Uh, yeah. I, but like, no BS though? Jim Johnston. Um, oh, oh yeah. Yo. He Yo. Yeah, look, not, and not celebrity. That'd be a <laughs>
0: nah,
3: <laughs> no, Not They need to
1: record. All those themes that he created? Oh, my God.
0: Um that's the you know the music in
3: the Jim Johnson studio in Connecticut.
0: Yeah, Jim Johnson is just as uh the him him not working uh, him not renewing his contract is right up there with me with um Han Zimmer saying he wasn't doing any more superhero movies uh scores. Good. Like this is this is it's synonymous nowadays. Um so I mean that <laughs> I don't even know what to say, but I'll see now it's like geez, like it's gotta be pretty rough when you have done something so long and you say that you are just tired of the in and out of the same thing over and over, you're not keeping a guy happy, but you know, and you know what too, it could be other things as well too. I mean, um,
3: well, I thought it was that they didn't renew his contract, not the other way around.
0: They didn't renew his because of him saying, if I, unless I read this uh, wrong, that he wasn't happy and didn't, and you know, because of, the, repeti- or, uh, the, the repetitiveness of the same thing over and over. But uh, now that I'm thinking about this a little bit too, I mean, how does it feel knowing that you were solely involved of creating themes to now people like Baron Corbin outsources to get his theme? You know, how does that feel? You know, you working under your record label well, as a producer and they're getting beats from somebody else, you know?
3: I think that in, in, indie, in, in any industry, um there will be a wave of change and you will either roll with it or get rolled over on it. That's it. That's what happened. That's what happened. And and I think that because WWE they have they restarted their music imprint, mm. um, they got their own producers with CFOs mm. uh doing things, they outsource uh for these indie bands to come through mm-hmm. and Spotify the whole damn thing. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there's not a room for for Jim Johnson, it's just that they don't necessarily need him when they're trying to go younger.
0: Yeah. It is what so, it is. the way of the world.
3: It is, what, right? it is what it is. It's the business. But I do think that they should honor the man by, you know, giving him his props without to the a, Hall of Fame next with, year.
0: Without a doubt. I mean, Lemmy went in. So, uh, yes, uh, this, this has to happen. Right.
3: Right. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I, and, I guess. And, but, you Lemmy, know.
0: Lemmy's done maybe this much and – Johnston has done this much.
3: So if you don't know who we're talking about specifically, um, especially if you listen to like the Attitude era stuff, yes, uh WWF the music. If you can find that CD or playlist, WWF the Music, that's basically Jim Johnston's work. Yeah. Um, he played most of the instruments himself, he composed most a lot of the music himself. But the bottom line is if you if it was that note or that gong or that glass break or whatever it was that got you hyped, it was because he was the music that made it happen. So honestly, my much favorite music by him
1: should. is the Seamus themes. He's has some of the famous composure of all Seamus' music that I really love from the time Seamus debuted in WWE. Yeah, so I,
0: to be honest, too, I've never it's not one she, same Seamus theme that I have never liked.
3: Right. Yeah. So and, and speaking of speaking of themes. Uh, I know March is, you know, it's a couple yes. months away, but, um, I hope I'm bringing my A game. So I hope that you guys are ready for it.
1: Yep. You know, yep. March, <laughs> we, um,
0: and if, the it, if, out, if the many, guys you guys aren't following what? we're talking about our annually, uh, a big gold belt mm-hmm. podcast, wrestling theme music, March Madness.
3: We need to shorten that name by a lot.
0: Yeah, we will. Shorten. We'll get it. We'll get it together. We, this is this our third year getting it, so we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we get it right. Um, also, too, I mean, we, we had another topic, too. I know I we had to say something about Ronda Rousey before we get to the last little bit.
3: Um, yeah, uh, and it's just, this is what it, really what it comes down to. Uh, the, Ronda Rousey, uh, her signing in WWE is apparently imminent. Yeah. Um, she could debut at any time between um, you know, the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Um she hasn't I, I don't I don't obviously I don't know her from the MMA. I only know her from like Mission Impossible. Um <laughs>
1: not even Fast about to say not even passing the Furious.
3: Nah. Okay. Was she in that? Yes. Yeah. Before, oh, okay.
0: She fought Michelle Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez. on top of the, the building in Dubai. Before the red car decided to jump buildings.
3: Right. Oh. in the red dress, matter of yeah. fact. I don't I don't remember that. Okay. Uh, I do remember that though.
0: When Tyrese was being I- Tyrese.
3: Well, <laughs> uh,
1: everyone. I just can't right shout out. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. So no, so Ronda Rousey joining the uh, joining the WWE. Um, who should be her opponent? Like, who should be her first program? I got this. I got this easy. First of all,
0: we—if anybody who watched uh the debut. Or just the special of NXT on USA Network yesterday. You also saw that there was a teaser of somebody Uh, debuting. Um, By far, I think this has to be Shayna Baszler that just showed Spades. She is the um, she is the queen of Spades. That is her gimmick. So you've seen this ghost figure walking. They were showing uh, Spades figures in the back. So we know that she's part of the Four Horsemen of, of the Women. Shayna Baszler making a debut needs a push. Um, she's relevant, sort of say people know who she is from the main young classic. Hopefully, um, she will carry this bad attitude, and she possibly could be one of the better heels that um NXT women's division need. Considering that Nikki Cross is kind of going face a little bit, and you know, there's no Oscar Berg over there no more, and the dynamic duo um not really super healing, so you need this tough attitude to come. Don't even give Ronda Rousey a, a program. Let her just be the wingman for Shayna Baszler until she, they are provoked enough that she needs a tag partner and that her tag partner becomes a 4-4, four four, which ultimately leads to WrestleMania. So keep her close. Let her take bumps. Let her perform some of her judo moves. But do not give her a match because I believe that her name and her figure were sold, but her in-ring may totally hurt her. Do you so, think
3: that Ronda Rousey is, um, and we obviously we don't know what she can do in the ring, as far as the wrestling is concerned, but do you think that she needs a mouthpiece as far as like a a Paul Heyman type?
0: No, she did. She she'd handled w- I mean, um, UFC presses. She um she handled them very good. Um, that's what made her. That's what sale. Matter of fact, because in in the UFC, you know, whoever has the biggest mouth, absolutely gets the biggest fights. That's just the trend. Um, so she has that reputation, along with her winning streak at the time. So she's she's totally good. Quite frankly, <laughs> quite frankly, Shayna Baszler needs this mouthpiece of Ronda Rousey more than anything. As a matter of fact, if, if we can really do some justice for people, um, what's her name that just went up to the uh to the main roster? Um, oh my god, what's her name? Uh, Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville. <laughs> needs Ronda Rousey like no other. She, <laughs> like no other, does she needs But I think Paul Heyman would be a good look for her, but that's a conversation for another day. But right. yeah, so yeah, this is this is hard for me. No program the sticker, Nesta. I'm just
1: that. this is hard for me because I'm, I'm, maybe I'm, my optimism is very low, but I'm just not excited about Ronda Rousey being in WWE just to the fact of how her MMA career ended. It's not like she ended on a high note, and you can bring that storyline of who can stop Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. That would be, like, the perfect blend. So I can't put her with Oscar because you don't want Ronda Rousey to lose under somebody who's, quote, unquote, undefeated within WWE right now. You don't want to waste her by putting her against, you know, jobbers. Who is somebody that midline that could bring it? And do you bring her as face? Do you bring her as heel? So if you bring her as a face, you can't use Bailey. Can't use someone like Nia Jax because that will be unrealistic. Um, could you put her on SmackDown and and have her go somebody like Carmella? And maybe Carmella could put her money in the bank on the line. I don't know. It's it's just, they really have to be careful how they book this. Because if they book it wrong, it's going to be a terrible experience with Ronda Rousey.
0: First of all, she don't need to be near anybody you name. (laughs) Because you have to build credentials in order to do it. And the other thing is, too, about whatever happened in UFC, doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because... Brock Lesnar got suspended in, um,
3: what was that, July? He got suspended for steroid use. I'm not, I'm not confident that the overlap between WWE and UFC audience is that great.
0: No, it's not. Again, because Brock Lesnar had got suspended for steroids against Mark Hunt and came to SummerSlam, and it was not even a thing. And Randy Orton took a jab, and it meant nothing because Brock Lesnar still went totally over so it's, it's not going to matter. Um, they'll be so happy with uh, yeah.
2: that.
3: They have that Raw in Vegas and Brock Lesnar couldn't go because yeah. he couldn't yeah, work. Right, right, be, right. right.
0: So means right. nothing. It means nothing. So, you know, Ronda Rousey, like it or love it. She is a name. She will be in movies. Um, and her star power enough being there will be fine. She just doesn't need to be near anybody that Seller said because that's way too premier for her. She needs to stay. She should stay next to Shayna and just be a figure there. Now you want to talk about intrigue. And I know I, I really want to hear you guys thoughts on this. She stays with Shayna. Shayna debuts on NXT. They run through the whole NXT division, um, either as a tandem or, you know, just, you know, just her manager, whatever it be, you know, she interferes, um, whatever, whatever it may be. She just, she just runs through Shayna runs through all these people. Um, So we already seen that they're trying to build the four horsewomen versus each other, right? Obviously, you have two on SmackDown. You have two on Raw. So the only place that this can happen is at a show that, you know, promotes, quote, brand. But Shayna Baszler is on NXT. There's no way she's going to be called up that fast. Where does this match happen? Would you like to see them be called up, especially for this event? Or would you like to see people get called down to NXT for it to happen?
3: Well, I think it might be better of, on I, NXT. It would be better on NXT, but the idea of somebody being called down is not, amazing. I don't want to say realistic. It, it's.
1: But I could you make it an NXT labels. like special event, like an NXT special? And it's not like a call down. It's like one of those things like Cesaro came down to fight. Uh, Sami Zayn, when one of the first NXTs came out, when NXT came on the network. Yeah, and that they wasn't went a call falls. down. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a call down, but that was something where you spotlighted Cesaro to go against somebody <laughs> of Sa- Sami Zayn that you knew they was going to try to elevate.
3: Right. Well, I mean, honestly, uh, they should, and we think that I think they should do that more often. Uh, the it Ascension w- went up to SmackDown and then came back down for one last match. Uh, you had Sami Zayn versus Antonio Cesaro. Um, you yeah, had Big E. Uh, he came back and he challenged uh, Bo Dallas, I think, yep. uh, one last time. So,
0: And Sami Zayn you know. did it for Nakamura as well, too?
3: Or was that Finn Balor? I yeah, forget. exactly. Yeah. I, I, no, he did it for see? Nakamura. Okay. No, he got caught
1: up right after that Nakamura match.
3: Right. That was at or, or, NXT Dallas uh, before Dallas. WrestleMania.
0: Or, or the same thing with you know whoever does the Andre the Giant Memorial, but just work whatever, but then return next week. I mean, it could be done.
3: Well, Kevin Owens working both for a little while before he yeah. officially went. Good point. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, the, yeah, where do you want to see this? Um, yeah, the invasion tactic does seem kind of cliches, but you do want to see. I mean, how awesome would it be for Shayna Baszler? No, she will have a match at NXT Takeover New Orleans. She will. But the fact of the matter is, are the horsemen, women in the crowd for it. Do they actually get over? Do we get something to work there? Do they amount, announce a match for them that night for tomorrow, for WrestleMania? Like, what, what do you? How do you think they should book this? And I will say just this, and I'll let you guys speak. This cannot go into next um, 2019. This needs to happen like right now Be- because it's it's the momentum of Ronda Rousey being signed is big. It's star power. It's WrestleMania-like. You yeah. don't want to know reason, that you have that person
3: sitting there and not use them. For whatever reason, she's a big deal and they need to strike while the iron is hot because based on her name alone, we're talking about this. But if she gets in there and can't wrestle or if she gets in there and looks totally lost and we'll know the second that the bill rings, she goes for that first Carlin Arrobo tie up. We'll know if she really has it or if she's faking the funk. Yeah, And if she is, we'll bury her because what's, what's going to turn out to be is that she's Ronnie Rousey and she's a big deal, and we know that she sucks, and they want to Roman Reigns her ass and just shove her down her throat until we like her. So, so here's my problem. Here's my problem with that. Now, I agree with
1: everything you just said, but we're dealing with WWE here, which we just talked about earlier, the Woken of Matt Hardy, which was supposed to come out of April of last year, and it's not all the way to almost one full year later, where we're getting a quote-unquote hint of it. So
3: yeah, but will WWE, WWE capitalize on, on it? No, I, mean, I don't think. But I think that if WWE wanted to capitalize on the the, the broken hearty gimmick, um, they would have immediately. But because of the um, litigiousness of the situation, WWE and rightfully so stayed the hell away from it. Uh, they already had them under contract. They knew that they can get over between WrestleMania and SummerSlam, so they really didn't have to push the envelope until that you know that ship kind of slowed down. The hype the train did slow down, Capers. and this is where we are. Yeah. Yep. Well, Jeff got hurt, and that didn't help. But the hype train was slowing down anyway. Where it was like, okay, well, do I really need to see uh, two extreme, a team extreme, from '97, and they're 40 plus now? You know, like, yeah. nah, maybe not. But you know, especially since we have this TNA thing as the elephant in the room. So for <laughs> them to break it down right now, and they're not even broken, they're woken, which is a totally a different, totally get a different gimmick for WWE to use. So this is probably like the best compromise for them, and because of lawyers, it took six months to get there.
0: Agree, and six months when you're talking lawyers is hella good. (laughs) No matter what, it's hella good. Right. So,
3: so this is no different than going like, you know, why is uh, Bobby Road here on the uh, in the in the uh, NXT? You know, because we know who he is. Hmm. You know, we know that it's not going to be Kevin Steen anymore. But then, oh my God, he's Kevin. Uh, give us the last name quick. Oh shit, his son. He's Kevin Owens now. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's so, all- yo,
3: get your Yeah, like I said get your woken shirts now. But we all know what the deal is. And when and when we uh, when they eventually leave WWE, and he does the broken gimmick for real, uh, and before they eventually you know pr- retire it, um, you know, this is probably the best compromise for him.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Do they have those woken shirts now? Uh, mm-hmm. no, but you and
1: know what? We're
0: No, but they uh, do got those. Hey,
1: day.
3: hey,
0: hey, hey! <laughs>
3: happy <laughs> Rusev Day! Uh, you might might have to see that on uh after Christmas.
0: Yeah,
1: no, uh, that... um, oh, man. That's like that's like one of the best things going right now.
0: I'm definitely tracking that tracking number constantly. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh, you already, <laughs> already ordered it. Oh, you already know. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah it's not, it's
0: not released yet though it's just uh you can disorder it
3: okay so I was up I'm yeah'm I'm wearing a lot of Toronto stuff as uh, Josh uh so graciously pointed out uh that because I was in Toronto for the Canusa classic uh it's Canada versus USA. it's an all women show uh seven matches and of course uh best of seven series and you know what America wins as we should cause america uh, but the match of the night, and, and if you want to go down the, um, the entire uh, card, you can definitely head over to Smash Wrestling's uh, website, smashwrestling.com, and, and the Twitter, Smash Wrestling. Um, the absolute best match of the night, by far, was Alexia Nicole, who I've never seen before, uh, and Jordan Grace. And Alexia Nicole is a tiny Alexa Bliss type of uh, you know person. She's like 4 foot 11, you know, barely 100 pounds. And Jordan Grace looked like a damn grizzly bear compared to this poor woman. <laughs> And it was just hard-hitting for, for both women, and they put on a hell of a match. Everybody put on a hell of a match. Mercedes Martinez versus Rosemary was another you know good match that I'm definitely going to have to go back and watch. But there um, there's a lot of names that I haven't seen before because I don't live up in that Buffalo, Toronto area. But um, I flew up there for Veda Scott, and I flew up there for Jordan Grace. And after the match, the Jordan Grace match, she got a please come back chant, a standing ovation, even though she lost the match, which was, you know, telling of, uh, of how good she is. And at the end of the night, they give the winners a gold medal to win the U.S. versus Canada, and they give a MVP of the night, and Jordan Grace won MVP, um even though she lost her match. So a shout out to former guest of the show and good and friend of the show, Jordan Grace. It was a hell of a match and I actually tweeted her after the um her match was over uh and she said that she cried because she she had really a genuine love that was in the in the crowd that night it was really really mm-hmm. special. And the crowd absolutely a lot of them had not seen her before. Um a lot of people were surprised that I told them that A, am American. And B, I flew up for this. Uh, they were like, "Well, damn, how good is she?" Watch, yup, and everybody agreed. And so that was a really, really, really special time. I can't wait. I can't wait till next year. But uh, if Jordan Grace is ever in Toronto for Smash, I'll definitely be there. Um, but speaking of women, Michael Elkin is a dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, speaking of Marseille yeah, Martinez, uh, uh, definitely check out the interview that'll be coming out from the square circle sirens from them. So that's going to be pretty awesome. And also too, they put out a lot of great articles, uh, for their woman of the year. Speaking of that, Jordan Grace, um, no, 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 came no, no. out today. Uh, don't,
3: spoil it. don't spoil it. But if you want to see what happened, they have their woman of the year awards. Yeah. Uh, go and, and check them out. SES sirens, uh, on Twitter uh square um so yeah go 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 check them out uh Dennis Casey and the boys uh they do a hell of a work and um you know definitely don't don't uh, don't, don't spoil it but they need to see what the what the work is and it's a comprehensive list so um you just hell made of the job, list. guys. <clears throat> oh.
1: sorry had to do it
3: <laughs> uh so uh, we, we we're touching this really quickly um, because I really hate giving this um, the the coverage that, it's, that it that it gets. But um, if you don't know what happened with Michael Elgin and his involvement in an in alleged uh, sexual assault and the company that he owns,
0: I'm almost about uh, to. Roy Pro Wrestling. I'm almost about to cut you off because, <laughs> like, right. it, no. it flipped the Internet. It's just, you know.
3: I mean, I buy of oh, the
0: year awards. That's what we should be um, talking about.
3: Well, well calm down. We're going to get there. Uh, if you don't know what happened, um, you, can, you can search the Internet and figure it out. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Elgin is actually, you know, losing dates. Uh, Smash Wrestling, uh, they have a show on December 17th. Uh, In Toronto, uh, in downtown Toronto, at the Phoenix Theater, Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, And they are—they have pulled Elgin from the show, Uh, Limitless Wrestling in Maine, which is another destination I need to get to. Um, They have a show on January nineteenth. They've also said no. So the bottom line is: um, number one, don't be a dick. Uh, Number two, if your friend is a dick, check them. And number three. uh, there's no excuse uh, for assault. There's no excuse for any type of impropriety in that matter. Uh, I don't. I don't care who you are or where you come from. This no means no. It is not okay. It's never be okay. And as fans, I think that we should do a little bit more homework, to and give the people that deserve our money, our actual time and effort and affection and and, and love, because. Uh, If you are a promoter and you have a guy on your show that is complicit in sexual assault, as a fan, you should not support that show. You should tell everyone involved to go fuck themselves because that's not okay. So that's my little rant on on that thing. The uh, whole situation is an ugly bit of business Um, internally, but you know, it's the internet. But I will say that, and and, you know, Michael Elgin's a hell of a wrestler and, and all that good stuff, but. Of that matters. Um, it is very important that as fans, you know, we, we, we spend our money and we should spend it on the people that deserve it. That guy can go score scratch. Hmm. The end of the year is upon us. It is December 7th. Uh, it's what, two weeks and three days till Christmas, something like that. Um, the end of the year awards. We're not going to do it tonight. We're not going to do it tonight because it just that's too much uh, time and effort. But just give me a, a sense of what you're feeling for your know, match of the year, male and female performer of the year, segment of the year. Uh, we'll, we'll put together any official categories and bring it to you at a later date before the end of the year. But, um, you know, did any match of the year candidates stand out for you? Yeah, you
0: know, in the beginning, I was going one way with it, and I'm totally going different now because I totally forgot about the match of the year. Now, this match, there there was a part one of this match that um, I didn't get to see live because I wasn't in Orlando. Um, but I, I was able to see the um, PWG Battle of LA tournament and that Donovan dijak Keith Lee match is absolutely my match of the year. Those two guys are explosive. I mean, they defy gravity. They just do whatever the hell they want to do in the ring. Go check that out. That's absolutely my match of the year.
1: I, for me, I would say, and and this, I was thinking about this until this match happened recently. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because I'm a story guy. When I look at in-ring action, I like to see what happens, what develops in the ring, how the chemistry is going, and do you tell a story when you do that? So I would say the Aleister Black versus the Velveteen Dream was my match of the year. It, it may not wow. be the most clean match that ever happened, but the way that story told throughout that whole 20, 25 minutes, that was like old-school classic storytelling to me. So that, that's literally my match of the year. I was very surprised of how well that was, or I how was good that year. match
3: was. Interesting that she would say that and, and bring up the storytelling aspect and not mention Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne from NXT <laughs> TakeOver Chicago. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not saying that, that you're wrong, because Black Ooh. versus uh, Dream was a hell of a match, but if Ooh. you want to really talk about the story, Ooh. I mean... And he, you, you're not going to get much better than that this year. And that's not even my match of the year, by the way.
0: Chicago was on fire that weekend. I tell you that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and you know what the best part about it was? Is that no one expected that match to be that good. Nah, nah. You know, I mean, it was, I, it was like a, when, when it started, it was like a, okay, this would be cool. Let's see what they got. And then the crowd stood for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was insane.
0: Yeah. Yep. I'll be in Chicago next year. Uh, for uh, Money in the Bank, Money, money in bank.
1: the Bank. I still wanted. It. Did you already get your tickets for
0: that? Still on sale, yet?
3: Not a
1: sale. Oh, okay. no, on
0: sale.
1: Oh, on I really, I really, yeah, really want
0: to go to that. No, that's absolutely happening. Like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on there, Even if I gotta take the yellow banana to get there for the Lolo. Oh, don't, um, oh do that to yourself. I, I, I'm getting there. Chicago atmosphere is cool. Um, commute was was chill. I'm. Um, know. I mean, I'm gonna I, I do about indie, the
3: I don't know about the mover drives off
0: the west side, we, I, I will rent a car this time before I let that happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Two checks. Keep,
1: po- keep me posted on that. Like, literally, I want to go to Chicago back. Oh,
0: it's it – it's it's it, when they come on sale, it's happening. Even if – if I don't I, – like, I'm, I'm not going to play around and make sure I get the money in the bank, but I will be there if NXT is in town for sure, too. So yeah, yeah, Money and uh, Bank is going to be a
3: co-brand to show this year. So yeah, I mean, actually... it
0: should it should have NXT branding. I mean, NXT is doing a lot more tour dates, so I'm pretty sure they're just progress- progressively going to keep picking up um, uh, takeovers. So you know, we'll see. Right. And the roster is getting only bigger, so they're going to be able to do these easily. And right. they also have done takeovers in Chicago, so it just all makes sense. So yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Um count, uh, I'm I'm like 95% count me on two chains. we we're, we're going to link up on that. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Um woman, now? Of, woman um, of the year Oscarberg, what, 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 I mean, is that,
3: is that is that up for debate? Um I mean, obviously that's gotta be up for consideration. Or Tony Storm. Um, I think I was I, I was gonna say Tony Storm should definitely be in that conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Um it's you know that's that's another tough one um uh yo shirai I, w- I would put in that conversation as well
0: the fisto had a pretty dominating um, year too i mean didn't get the main street yeah, fisto like,
3: like, has <coughs> been like uh sean champion forever <laughs> yeah forever uh, yeah so, he's a
0: dual champion now so yeah you know um but for yeah. for for guys whew, um I mean, you can go. Naito had a pretty, a pretty damn good year too. A lot of quality matches. Uh, the match with him and Kenny Omega was pretty good. Um, what what was that at again? The, was that the G one?
3: I believe that was uh, towards the end of the G one. Yes.
0: And
3: uh, it, it's it's hard to argue against Cody Rhodes.
0: I call Cody Rhodes last year. That's probably going to be on paper. That, you know, yeah. we saw we, we saw the potential breaking out last year, and it only got better this year. Um, I mean
3: Cody Rhodes versus Okada was nuts. Yeah. Um the uh and that was at the US uh G1 preview.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, you know, gotta gotta love those guys. Uh, Keith Lee, um, I think has had a hell of a year. Uh he's currently the Evolved Champion and you know he's, he's I'm not going to say he came from nowhere, but you know I think after he came on our show, he's just been blowing up and I'm, i i not think we should take full uh credit for that i mean so, anytime, I, I anytime he
0: he works a match or uh works an event in the city
2: yeah
0: um yeah, the internet knows if you didn't know about him before you you know about him after that so he he comes in town um you know he does his thing right. and yeah blast, yeah, blast so, I and mean, yeah. glory.
3: I mean, we'll have to narrow it down eventually, but I want to say for me, it's uh, for male performer of the year, uh, Keith Lee, Pete Dunne, uh, and um, uh, Christ. I, and I would say The Miz.
0: Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we, 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 we would definitely break it down because if it comes down to performer or just yes. overall wrestler of the year. No, because I mean, we have the
3: match of the year already, and that's whatever it is. <laughs> the male performer of the year, it's something different. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to include the match that they had, but just mm-hmm. the overall mm-hmm. everything that makes you
0: – Right. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get it all, Sadio. We'll, we'll, what's your early takes, uh, Salis?
1: I, I was thinking about that. Um, I was thinking about Indy guys. I, it's very hard. Um, I might have to go Adam Cole as an early – early. a uh,
0: hell of a year, too.
1: just – just because of how much he's done this year and even making it to NXT or WWE brand, which is something that's been a lifelong goal of his. And then not only that have a marquee match where he won the match. Yeah. Um, it, it, it goes out of the way. I can even say Jinder Mahal from the time when we saw him, you know, in, in Dallas just two years ago, not doing anything, just being a regular old Joe to being the world champion two years later.
0: Um, he will, He would definitely be up there for consideration for gimmick of the year, for sure.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 really hard to say. I mean, like literally on the, on a low key endpoint. If you want to think about it, Enzo Amore, um no, he's probably been one of the most talked about, and even he's a champion. He may like it or not, he's still a champion of holding his own.
0: Nope.
3: Um, yeah, that's, that's a that's a hard no.
0: I won't be putting him on anything. That's but besides, a, b- besides pro- potentially uh flop of the year.
1: <laughs> and I know Matt Hardy was my choice last year when he did all the things he did for um for building his own brand. So I, I, I like to go with these guys that you know are off the radar types, but definitely do a lot. But but realistically, I would say Adam Cole would probably be my you know my, you know, you my know what's choice.
0: so funny about Sellers? He mark out for his guys any time besides the times he I, need to mark out for his guy. I do. Co- Cody Rose was the safe answer here, sir. No, I can't
1: go Cody. And, and I can't go Cody.
0: How? Why not? The guy. No, He's the R. He's the all race Champion. Kiss, kiss the ring, kiss the freaking ring. Merch sales
3: is crazy. Talk, obviously one they're, of the most talked about. They're, they're looking for a ten thousand seat building to host their own show. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. They're, uh, they're doing some
0: things. Da- they're doing some things out there. I mean, he's carrying the Bullet Club right now. I mean, Omega's doing this thing, but Cody Rose is definitely carrying the Bullet Club.
3: Uh, we need to talk about that too, because what really is the Bullet Club? we'll save that for later.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I, mean I think
3: of the bullet club, it's Cody. I think of five or six guys, I don't think of the dudes in Japan nowadays.
0: Yeah, 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 no, yeah, again. So,
3: we need to we need, yeah, we'll we talk about, about what's really going on over there.
1: And, and, and Stephen Mel is in the bullet club, right? Oh, god,
0: okay. sort of. But you know what, though? I look, I, I'm gonna say this before we, we we done talking. That match he had, it was like he was in elementary school in WWE and he went straight to high school on our ways because that was a he was taking spots. That he, I don't even know. Maybe WB don't know or CW doesn't know, but uh, he was taking some bumps and some spots that that might have been a little questionable for a guy that hasn't been in the ring much. He went through a table. No, he put somebody through it. He went through a table. I mean, my bad. Was it a flaming table? No, no, it wasn't. He went through a table. But yeah, nonetheless, yeah, Stephen Amell is an honorary Bullet Club member and he has a shirt too. So you can go get that too. The Vigilante Club. It's on sale. It's not a hot topic yet, but it's out there. But yeah, we'll, we'll 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 definitely have our end of the year awards. We'll we'll do that. Uh, we'll we'll get that out before uh, the new year's, uh, covering all things, all different categories. We'll make some fun of it. Um, hopefully, we'll get the whole crew on for it. But um, we'll definitely we'll definitely do that. So, so um, any any closing remarks from any, from any of you guys? Uh, glad to be back. I know
1: you guys been holding the fort down for interviews and stuff like that. Life happens for me, of course, but. um, ain't nothing about talking about good old wrestling
0: That's an, that's that's for sure you my man um, giant
3: yeah I will say that I'm, I'm looking at one thing he reported that WWE is, is looking into hosting a global warming pay-per-view next year and it could take place at the MCG cricket grounds it's a hundred thousand seat stadium um, pretty famous arena for, for cricket and um, according to the report WWE says serious internal discussions about hosting another event under the global warming name in 2002 and attended by 50,000 people a wrestling sheet notes that WWE wants to talk, talk this and broadcast it on and where available WWE Network so that just came across my desk uh, within the last five minutes so Australia gets left out for you know for a lot of shenanigans. Getting up a Tuesday morning to watch Raw at seven AM, you know, I would definitely be down for a uh, a live event from Australia, you know, at uh, four AM, you know, Eastern. But a hundred thousand people at the MCG, yeah, that's that'd be that'd be pretty badass.
0: On what part of uh is of it is it out there? what do you mean what, what part Australia?
3: it's the melbourne cricket grounds okay east so east. no well Mel- melbourne well it's melbourne uh but melbourne is in victoria which is in uh the southern part of australia okay
0: in the mil- okay cool
3: so sydney is yeah. like and melbourne is like south and f- i'm down
0: and for me, like I said, stay tuned. We got some we got some more interviews coming up this month, so we got a lot of work to do. Uh, thanks for rocking with us. We got a lot of uh, big announcements we're going to be coming up with. Uh, it's only going to get better. Um, so to stay tuned uh, more sooner than later. And um, as we head directly into Novo Pro's um, year-concluding show of Such Great Heights, which will be live streaming on Powerbomb TV, and uh, we'll be getting our end-of-the-year awards and all this other good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's all I have. Again, you guys got anything else?
3: All right. Um, I'm I'm good.
0: Sounds good. Yeah,
3: I think we're good. So, you know what? We'll see you next Thursday, and we'll have Gunnar Miller on the show, right?
0: Yes. You said Thursday? Yes. So, next Thursday, that's that enough. (laughs) that's that announcement oh,
3: <laughs> right so we'll be talking yeah. to Gunnar miller uh the corporate champion of, of the one percent title match at the next nova pro show we're going to be talking about that yes or to come you know later yes, a match on with uh, uh, bro yeah uh when we'll we talk about his match with uh, matt riddle so yeah Gunnar miller next week so if you've been impressed by him you want to hear this yeah and check out his
0: last match from uh, uh black label pro um and and the promo he cut out too um Hey, it's going to be a good show. So just stay tuned for that, for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So until then, um silly. sellers. thanks uh, for, for dropping in. Uh, Two chains oh, over yeah, there. Thank you, sir. And uh, I'm Jamal the giant crab. Just a guy in a blue hat, apparently. And we'll see you next week with Gunnar Miller.